welcome back to another episode of Honestly Well. I am Marissa Fay, your trusty guide and the person you'll hear the most here. I'm a functional and holistic nutritionist. I'm based out of Denver, Colorado, but I work with clients all over the country um, and really see a huge part of my job as educating. And so that's why I created this podcast because One of my values is about health not only being accessible to people who have money and people who have privilege in this world, but making it something that everyone has access to and truly understanding what they need to actually be healthy and well. And that's why this podcast is called Honestly Well, because I'm all about keeping it real. I was going to say 100 which is just me making fun of myself for trying to find a way to sound cool. (laughs) Even though I've fully embraced my um, undercover cool, like I'm a nerd and get really excited about these different health topics. And uh, I think in some ways folks don't think that's cool, but I think it's pretty dang cool. Uh, And so do my clients who humor me. Sometimes when I uh, go on a very short tangent about how cool the body is. So today I have a quick snippet for you. This is really like a brief pep talk. And this is something that has been coming up a lot for me um, in the world, with my clients, with my friends, with my family. And so I wanted to just get in your ears as an opportunity to encourage you to start thinking a little bit differently. And you know, that thinking a little bit differently, it is really threatening to a lot of people. But I can't remember who said this quote, and I'm going to butcher it a little bit. And I, I give full credit to you person who said this first who I don't know. Um, But there is a quote that goes something like, the true sign of intelligence is the ability to take in new information and change your mind. And I wanna let that sit with you for a minute because I know some pretty smart people and I've known some pretty smart people. I've been really lucky. And also I've worked hard to be in circles and in spaces with smart people. And I think about, especially some of the people at one point I looked up to a lot. I'm thinking about some professors I had in grad school, for example, who were really, really smart, right? Really well-educated, also had life experience because smart comes from all different spaces. And I'm thinking about the ones who are really dogmatic. This is the only way, right? I've researched, I've studied, I have fancy degrees, blah, blah, blah. This is the only way. And how for a moment that I trusted that and I had faith in that. And then I think about the professors who looking back now, I think actually were the smartest ones. And they were the ones who said, yeah, this is what some of the research says. This is how the research could be flawed. This is what my life experience has taught me, but that's just my perspective. What do you think? Mic drop, right? I think one of the very best things 
that I've been taught and that I've cultivated is this ability to question, which is completely disarming. It is disarming to be in the middle of a disagreement with someone, a debate with someone, a conflict with someone who is just on their train of rightness and to pause and say, well, how did you get to that conclusion? And to just listen. And the reason I bring this up today is I've noticed a lot in especially new clients that I've been connecting with where they've had this way of thinking their entire life around health that's very black and white. It's very yes and no. It's very trying to push things into one category or the other. And I don't blame them. This is human nature. This is how we reduce cognitive dissonance, right? Which is this tension that we feel when our ideas don't neatly fit into those boxes. And I'm going to tell you right now that you're wanting to put everything into a yes column or a no column or a black column or a white column. It's doing you a disservice and it is doing your health a disservice. Now, there are some people who talk about you're either a moderator or an abstainer. So maybe you've heard those terms before, but just in case to make sure we're on the same page. So a moderator is somebody who can do a little bit of something. They could have a little bit of something. They do really well with just picking and choosing and doing things when it feels right for them or when they want to or when it just applies and they've decided it's time to do it. Whereas an abstainer is somebody who's all or nothing. I want you to think of someone in your life, by the way, who's a moderator and an abstainer. And a classic abstainer is somebody who can do like sober October. And then as soon as it's November 1, they're pounding drinks, right? And that's maybe a little bit of an exaggeration, but it's somebody who, if they tell themselves, I can have none of this, they can do well for a certain period of time. But I don't know if somebody's coined this term. I'm going to coin it if no one has. I think there's a very real thing called abstainer rebellion. And I think a lot more of us in life have tried to be abstainers because it seems so much easier right? Again, that cognitive dissonance. We don't have to think so much. We can just kind of automate our lives if we never have or do something or we always have or do something. And the problem is, is that that is just not how the world always works. Sure, there are some things that you can say, I never do that. And you have no tension about, no qualms about, no question marks about, right? There are a lot of things where there's gray. And your health is a great example of that. And I find that part of the messaging a lot of us have is around this good or badness when it comes to health and food in particular. This really hits home, which reminds me, if you haven't heard the last episode all about food and your food choices being a form of self-care, just hit pause and head on over to that episode (laughs) because this is all related. And what I want to do is encourage you 
to see if you can make decisions around your health come from a different space. And a different space, what I mean by that is not fear. And I know I'm asking a lot, which is why I'm speaking very intentionally into my fancy microphone, which by the way, I got on a discount because I like everything on a discount. Anyone else? (laughs) So the point of this is to say that thinking takes energy and it takes time. And sometimes we don't want to do that. But there's this great thing that you need to know that's really cool. And these two sayings are going to sound like they contradict each other. The first saying is, there is more that we have in common with each other than is different. There is more that I have in common with you than is different. And every body, your body, my body, is unique. And what every body, your body and my body, needs in order to be as well as can be is different. Mm. And these two things can coexist. So the first phrase is about how there's not a lot that actually separates us as human beings. And I think about that really from an emotional standpoint, like we all feel, we all can feel the whole suite of emotions, right? We all can feel the whole suite of pains. Suite, I'm using S-U-I-T-E, right? And at the same time, while we share the same anatomy, right? The human body, same anatomy, more or less. Physiologically, the way that our body functions, yes, at a very high level, similar, same, right? What does the heart do? Pumps blood, electrical pulse, keeps us alive. Yeah. However, your life has changed the way that your body functions. And by life, I mean everything from where you were born and the family dynamics you grew up in to your literal environment of the water that comes out of your tap that you maybe have been drinking your entire life that's exposing you to certain toxins to the relationships that you've had, the friendships, the romantic relationships, to the sexual activity that you've had and possible exposure to things through that and other people's bacteria through that. So all of that is to say is that you are a unique little flower. And also, we're all flowers. (laughs) And so because of that, this finding gray, especially when it comes to health advice, is really important. Because certainly, there are things that all flowers need. All flowers need sunlight. They need water. What else do they need? I'm not a, I'm not a flower farmer, but <laughs> those feel pretty basic. They need nourishing soil. And that's about it. That's about all we know, right? Oh, certain temperatures, right? They all need certain temperatures to, to grow. But the human body is really similar. We all need water to survive. We all need food to survive. 
we all need shelter that is a certain temperature to survive. And we all need sleep. And beyond that, your body is a unique flower. And so following broad strokes recommendations, I'm thinking as we're coming into the new year, it's way sooner than you think it is, by the way, and people are about to start extreme diets, things like cutting out entire food groups. And now an asterisk there. If you're going through a process really intentionally and you're working with someone and that's something you're doing therapeutically, go on with your bat self because I use food therapeutically in my practice. However, if you're doing it just because, or you're doing it because you think you're going to lose weight or it's a thing to do, stop right now because there is gray and it is really important for you to explore the gray honestly, before you explore the black or white in a lot of issues. And here's the really, really cool thing. I don't think ever before in history have people been able to choose the choices that are right for just them. So for as messed up as this world is, we do have a lot of access. We do have a lot of privilege. You know, if we're talking about people in the United States, at least at this moment, certainly there have been times where certain access has shifted. And while we could always improve access, what I mean in saying maybe never before have there been this access, I'm saying you're listening to my podcast right now. A woman who practices functional and holistic nutrition, whose work at certain times in our history honestly, might have been seen as witchcraft, <laughs> might have been seen as even more threatening than it is now. By the way, I'm still a threat, apparently. <laughs> I'm a threat to a lot of big industries, right? But here's the thing. What I have to say and share with you, it's really grounded, makes a lot of sense. It's like that second professor I shared about who said, this is what some of the research says. This is how some of the research might not actually be looking at what we think it's looking at. This is my experience as an individual and a practitioner. What do you think? What do you think? And so the basic sentiment I want to share with you is, you are the expert in your body. And it's time to get comfortable with that. It's time to get comfortable with listening to your own voice when it comes to decisions about your body and your health. And it's also time to get comfortable with the gray. And I know it's a big ask. And part of it has to do with how your brain works. So if you're in a fear state, your brain shifts into that reptilian part of your brain part of the brain that developed first and very early. And the tricky thing about being in that part of your brain, well, first, the great thing about being in that part of your brain is you're there to protect you from something and to be able to act swiftly and quickly. Wow, right? The human body is really cool, really smart. So let's not look at it from a deficit standpoint. Let's look at it first from, holy crap, we've evolved. And that is a really cool thing your body can do. It is problematic when you live there, 
and you are in that state all the time, but there's a real benefit to it when it truly is life or death, when that fear truly is something that's going to get you through a very serious incident. However, the flip side of that is when you're in that fear part of your brain, you literally cannot or it's very difficult for you to take in new information. Everything feels contradictory. You're in that fear state. You're in protection mode. We are not letting anything inside of these gates or outside of these gates, people. Now I want you to remember what I said at the beginning about the true mark of somebody intelligent is someone who can take in new information and then changes their mind. So I think of that as somebody who is really working their tail off to overcome this fear state, this part of their brain they're in, to allow new information in, and then to shift into working on critically thinking about that information and potentially changing their mind. And so right now in this time, when it's election season, when there's a a disease going around, a virus going around that's scary and being managed in questionable ways, perhaps. Many of us are in our fear state. Many of us are struggling to take in new information. Many of us have become firm and rigid in the opinions that we have because we are afraid. And I tell you this with a lot of love and empathy. You are not doing your body any favors right now. Because all of these issues have gray. They all do. They all have gray. And so my challenge to you as you move through the rest of your day or maybe the next couple of days is, what choices have you made recently related to your health? And have you considered the gray? Have you considered the gray? And an example might be Maybe you're one of my one of my loving clients who drinks a lot of caffeine, like a lot of coffee. Maybe let's say this is actually more moderate amount. They drink three cups of coffee. And so instead of one week going to all of a sudden no cups of coffee, which by the way, a lot of people have been having three cups of coffee, caffeinated coffee. Whew, going cold turkey headaches, sleep issues, sweating, digestive issues, right? Your poop slow down, way down. <laughs> there could be a lot of things that happen. So instead, where's the gray? And going from really using caffeine in an unhealthy way possibly to shifting that relationship. So instead of the black and white of, I have three cups of coffee or none, and that's really it. That's how I work. That's someone who I would encourage of, can you shift to maybe an organic version of coffee to reduce your toxin exposure? Because coffee is sprayed with a lot of pesticides, y'all. Could we see if we could pare you down to two cups of coffee or half decaf, right? That's some of the gray. So Think of that thing. Think of that habit, something that you want to change or you've recently changed and consider the gray. Consider the journey, right? Instead of all or nothing, can you be open to the idea 
that there's gray. And as you do that, I want to encourage you to take some deep breaths, right? To see if you can lay off of that stress response, of that fear response. And an invitation to consider these kind of gray issues when you're able to be a little mellower, when you're able to feel physically safe, right? When you're able to have a quiet moment. And then I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you on what resonated with you, what issue you considered, and how thinking a little bit more about that gray maybe has served you or challenged you. All right, y'all, I'm going to wrap it up. (laughs) I'm so glad that you joined me today. I hope that you got something out of today's episode. You can find me online at www.marissamarissafaye.com, on Instagram at Marissa underscore Fay, or on Facebook under Marissa Fay Functional Nutritionist. I would love to continue the conversation with you. And just a heads up, if you are not on my newsletter, I am dropping some real cool knowledge over there for free. Um, and I would love to see you there. So you can either send me an email, you can jump on the link on uh, my Instagram to grab your spot on the list, or you can head over to bit.ly slash ready, the number four health, and that'll kick you over to my system. Hope to see you all soon in the next episode and you know, grab a little bit of time in your ears to hopefully change your minds and hearts and open them up a little bit to see this gray and this lovely world of health and hope that you have a great rest of your week. Be well.